Hello and welcome to this episode of Toolbox for Prayer from the Sisters of Charity of Nazareth. Today's episode was written by Sister Beverly, entitled, Using Prose as a Stepping Stone into My Prayer Time with God. I often use my prose that I produce as a creative writer as a stepping stone into my prayer time with God. I start by slowly reading a piece of my prose. I then contemplate how this has played out and been experienced in my life. I talk to God a bit, but I mostly listen. The sanctuary of silence allows for space of intertwining of the sacred and the secular. Paradoxes, insights, and clarity emerges. Problems are not solved, they are shared. Often peace emerges amidst the ambiguity that exists. Sometimes the mystical encounter produces more prose to ponder. Sometimes not. Sometimes it leads me to scripture or to a song. Sometimes the process leads me to journaling. Sometimes silence is what radiates with me. Sometimes I feel called to act on my insights. Whatever happens, or if nothing happens, that is okay. I am thankful for the gift, the grace, of my relationship with my higher power. From these prayer experiences, my prose emerges as words that become incarnate on paper, often shedding a new light into my daily experiences. Insights emerge that then influence my actions and my relationships, my community life, ministry, and future prayer. The prose also offers me a tangible way to remember a life event or experience and how God was a part of this. My prose psalter that has a collection of my prose over the years allows me a concrete way to record this journey of seeking God in my daily life encounters. Themes emerge that also deepen my contemplation and actions. Today, I would like to share three pieces of my prose with you. So, pour yourself a cup of herbal tea, savor a few of my prose writings, and see where they take you in your own conversations with God. Today's theme, the emptiness of surrender. I don't know about you, but not being in control, not knowing the answers, and not grasping the meaning in my life can be daunting. Feelings of ambiguity, emptiness, and surrender are sometimes present. During these uncertain times, we often want sure answers. God asks for trust, patience, and courage. She says to read this following prose slowly. The spirituality of ambiguity means not having sure answers, logic, reason, a path, a destination, an outcome, or some closure to grasp onto. It means clarity is elusive and that the present moment will have to do. But ambiguity as a spirituality has some virtues too. It cultivates trust, patience, courage, and creativity. It calls for mystery, wonder, potential, and possibilities. 
and it puts me smack in the middle in solidarity with the marginalized who live this way daily. And if I live this spirituality with authenticity, God shows up at the margins, those spaces where the paradoxes meet, the tensions are real. And God invites me to surrender my need for certainties and to anchor my hope in something new once again. Sister Beverly offers the following reflection question. How would you rate yourself, 1 to 10, in your ability to embrace a spirituality of ambiguity during these uncertain times? What word or phrase struck you when reading this? Number two is her prose called, My Water Jar. My water jar is full today, God, too full. I gaze into it. I don't like what I see. It is brimming to the top with all of my stuff that I carry. You ask me, just what are you so full of? You have no room in your jar for me. I sigh. My water jar is heavy right now. So much in there. Fear, anxiety, worry, catastrophing, swirl around inside my jar, mixing up the other stuff and burdening me even more. You ask me, what else is in your jar? Look deep inside into the depths and identify what's there. I struggle taking my time to peer inside and to reflect on what else is there. I begin to pull out one by one my fears, my expectations, my assumptions. First is my assumption that my importance is based on bringing in some income. Second is my assumption that what I do is more important than what or who I am. Third is my desire to be God and to have everything figured out and be in control. Last of all is my fear and my weariness of living in mystery and ambiguity. I let go of these fears, expectations, and assumptions one by one. It is hard work, but my jar gradually becomes lighter. It is half empty now, and I am relieved. But God, you ask me again, can your jar become empty so I can fill it? I wonder if I can let go of anything more. I once again peer inside my water jar. I see my reflection as I peer inside. My face shows worry, anxiety, and tension. I pour all the worry, fears, catastrophes, the what-ifs, and the anxieties out. They stream away from me. I relax, for my water jar is very light now. I once again look inside my jar. Nothing, nothing but empty space is there at first glance. I sit with my empty water jar for a while. I wait in the emptiness. I let my being experience this emptiness, this void, this abyss of ambiguity. My being searches for meaning, thirsts for something, anything to soften the void, to make sense of the ambiguity. And being empty of me, I realize I am now open to the fullness of God. And the fullness of God is full of possibilities full of paradox, and full of potential for a yet-to-become. And I pray, 
In my emptiness, God, fill me. Fill me. Amen. She offers the following reflection questions. Think of a time when you felt empty in your life. What was going on? Did you ask God to help fill the void? What blessings did God provide you? Last of all, she says, is her acrostic poem, which you may know acrostic poem is taking, basically taking the first letter of a phrase and using those first letters to spell out a word. It's kind of difficult to explain that way, but it's, she uses the word surrender and she takes each letter of the word surrender to write poem out of that, to write prose. So her word is surrender. The S, surrender simply is. The U, understanding that R, reality means that you choose to R, release control. And E, embrace the moment of in now. While D, depending, E, entirely on God's power. To R, refigure the ambiguity into possibilities. And she asks the following reflection questions. She says, read this prose three times slowly. So I will read it to you again. Surrender simply is understanding that reality means that you choose to release control and embrace the moment of now while depending entirely on God's power to reconfigure the ambiguity into possibilities. Ask yourself, after the first read, what phrase speaks to you right now? After the second read, what is God calling you to? And after the third read, talk to God about something you want to surrender. Sit quietly and listen to God's response. So Sister Beverly offers the following closing prayer. God of my life, you ask me to trust you when life is ambiguous, to have patience with mystery, and to have courage. I surrender my need to know, to understand, and to have certainties in my life. I embrace the unknowns, the undone, and the questions. I bring them to you and offer them as my gift of surrender. Hold me in my emptiness and fill me with your blessings. Amen. She suggests choosing one of the following actions to take. Journal on what you want to surrender to improve your relationship with God. Or take a word or phrase from any of the prose and see where you can apply it to your encounters with others. Or notice what questions, confusion, ambiguous situations arise. When you notice, ask God to calm your heart in the present moment and provide you with the patience trust and courage to know that all will, be, all will be well. And finally, thank God for the many ways God has filled you with blessings today. And that concludes the toolbox for prayer for today. Thank you, Sister Beverly, for your contribution. And until next time, bye-bye.